Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, okay, guys, uh, welcome back to a new episode of Don't Mind Me. We have teen heartthrob Leo Howard here. Damn straight. I'm so happy you're here. We've uh, hung out in forever. I love uh, doing this as always, and it's an excuse to see you. Yeah. Uh, good to see you enough. I'm so excited. And we're, we're um, recording late in the day, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. We accommodated your schedule. You're I welcome. very much appreciate it. <laughs> because I, I was had a working because so much on a Saturday morning. But we love having you on. We do. And so do the fans. Like, your they, episodes are yeah. top, oh, top rated. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, they love I've been it. told, uh, actually, w- one of the most offensive, uh, offensive things I read about the first podcast, they were like, Leo should stick to being on camera because he does not have a good voice for a podcast. <laughs> oh and I was like, well, it got in my head. Camera, and I was like, how can I, how can I change my voice? And I was like, fuck that. I'm not well, changing my voice. No, you should. If you ever yeah. want to feel better about your podcast voice, you should uh, read the comments of when Monsters on the podcast for the first time. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy fucking what did they say? shit. Homeboy. <laughs> People couldn't even get through the episode because Homeboy and his fucking breathing. Breathing. First of all, it's like a whistle breathing, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a blustery night in the yeah. entire episode. Like there's just like it's noise, just a fucking wind. Like shh, shh. and then when he came back, I forgot about it. But when he came back, he was like, "I am not going to breathe into yeah. the mic like that again." There's, it, you do and have he was to learn conscious it, of it, sure. and, it, was, it was and, better. and no one said anything about it this yeah. time. Yeah, no, okay. absolutely. There, there is something to people that just have a pleasant voice to listen mm-hmm. to. Maddie was listening to this girl on uh, YouTube who has an Irish accent. She does makeup tutorials. Oh. And every time she listens to this person, she falls asleep. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, there's, there, and and yeah. she looked up, there's a real thing, a certain people's mm-hmm. voices mm-hmm. soothe you to sleep. I guess that's as ASMR. ASMR. Yeah, yeah, same kind is. of thing. Wow. Have you seen Cardi B's AM, ASMR? Yes. Shut up. Oh. Wait, does she really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Where it's does she fantastic. do it? I think she put it on know. YouTube. Wait, I just saw a video great. on it. I was, this is this is brilliant. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I'd be into that kind of ASMR. The other kind just makes me feel like I don't Weird. know, like gross and not good. Yeah, I it's, think, it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like cilantro, right? Yeah. Some you, people get the tingles and some people don't. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's like stirring Kraft macaroni and cheese, and I don't need to mm. say anymore. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what Pussy. I'm talking about. Do it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's Girl. like ASMR. And Amanda has to take her headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda got headphones and now she has to take I them off. I love it. Um, well, guys, it's an advice podcast. If you're new here, Leo's not even new here. This is your second time third. on. Third. I oh was embarrassed God, to say right. that the first time I came on, you had no, I had no, no idea clue. what I was doing. Yeah, really I'm good friend. Awful, not <laughs> a good friend. Good friend. Um, so if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And for international listeners, you can send us an audio file at Megan Podcast at G dad cam okay should we go let's go let's go hey megan i am 23 years old and um i am married for three years now so i got married at 20 um my husband and i have been together for nine years married three um on and off and i Recently, within the past couple months, I've been in a situation where he has said that me working out and not being fit, it has put a toll on our marriage. And there was other things, too, that were said that weren't very nice, but that's the gist of it. And um, he's not willing to let the fact that I'm not into fitness or anything go. Now we tried doing fitness together and I got into it and I enjoyed going with him because we had something to do together. And he pretty much was like showing me for like a week. And then after that week was over, he was like shooing me away and pretty much saying, Oh, well, I think you would do better if you did this or some, the same thing around those lines. But, um, And it really discouraged me. So now it's to the point where I don't really want to work out by myself and I don't really enjoy working out, but I enjoyed working out with him and having something to do with him. So I just need advice and I need to know if 
because ultimately this is like coming down to marriage ending and it sounds stupid but I only have three minutes and I can't explain everything that has gone on but there has been trauma in the past from him talking about my weight when we were together before we got married and it plays a lot into why I feel about this now but um I just need advice and I need opinions because it sounds stupid for my marriage to be ending over some stupid thing that could happen in the future of me gaining weight if that makes sense I don't even know if I make making sense, but thank you. She sounds very sweet. She does sound really sweet. I really like her. I don't like him. I really like her. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say I don't like him because I don't know him, but I yeah. don't. I don't like some of the things that um, were said that he is doing. Yeah. I don't think that it's fair that it's his decision um, over her decision to want to work out because that's a very mm-hmm. personal thing. And that's a decision that you have to make yourself. If it's not something that you want to do, that's your spouse's responsibility to support that, is my opinion. Yeah. And I think if he, to me, this sounds a lot more about weight and it doesn't sound about like health. So there's something that like to be said about like, Mots doesn't really work out. Like he comes to the gym with me occasionally. He went to the gym with me today and we had a conversation about, um, he had said, he was like, I really love how much you work out. Like, I love like that. It makes like really helps with your anxiety. And like, I really like love that you have this thing that you really like really enjoy have like discovered that you've enjoyed doing later in like your adult life. I think it's great to have like a passion that you find later in life. And like you're t- prioritizing taking care of your health. And I was like, thank you. I like you, like, that's so nice of you to say those things, but like, you know, you could totally like do that too. Mm-hmm. And I had said that about like, I was like, I don't think it's about like weight or anything. And this was like what I said to him. I was like, I think like there is something like just, you're saying it's something attractive that I take care of myself like this. Like, I think it's attractive when people take care of their bodies. And even if it's just like walking and doing stuff like that. And we had a conversation about that aspect of it, but it was just about health. It wasn't one of us, me being like, oh, I wish you worked out more with me because I don't even really like working out with him. But it was more about the sense of like, you are, you like this thing about me. Like why, if you're interested in me doing this, like why do you not like do it? You're like do, wanting to do it yourself in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But he's your f- husband in this. Like <sighs> this, I think it's like, I would be offended immediately like from this conversation point blank. But you're saying that this is, he's made comments before and about your weight and that's like so fucked up then like that to me I'm like this isn't a one-time thing he said this repeatedly and it just sounds like someone who's not I don't know like I I I don't want to like be like Mm -hmm. I'm not your doctor with any like with like anyone's health but I also think like in general doctors are incredibly fat phobic like there's like they it's insane. And like the idea that people think like you need to be a certain weight to be healthy. Like there are for, there are like so many inconclusive studies also about like weight being tied to health problems later on. Like there are some things that correlate to it, but like most of those studies are inconclusive. And I think like your boyfriend coming at this from like clearly uh superficial, like shaming your weight kind of way. Like that's not how you talk to somebody that you love, you know? Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of things to this that obviously we're not hearing. Like yeah. she said, you know, you have three minutes to to give an entire story or an mm-hmm. entire relationship problem. But it it sounds like there is not 
there's two types. There's like you were saying, there's the way to come about this. Like, hey, I want you to lose weight for your health. You are unhealthy, which is not what it sounds like. It sounds like a very Im- immature approach to uh, a relationship problem. It, it sounds mm-hmm. very immature of your husband to say, well, you need to go work out in order for you to be good enough, which is a yeah. really, really dangerous thing to start telling people when you when you put someone in a position to manipulate how they feel about themselves, uh, whether he means to or not, mm-hmm. uh, that's what that does. And, mm-hmm. and it puts her in a position to now she doesn't feel good unless he gives her approval and he's only going to give her. Pr- and it's just it's a very dangerous cycle that goes down and down and down. It's dangerous getting your your feeling about yourself from someone else. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's what that situation is doing, which yeah. is really scary for um, um, future peace in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm also I'm a massive proponent for working out, not necessarily just for health physically. The reason I work out is a lot of it, but most of it's mental. Yeah, me too. I, it gives me something that even on days where I don't feel like I accomplish anything, I'm not mm-hmm. further and it towards any of my goals. It puts my mind to sleep and it totally uh, makes my mind focused. It, yeah. it, it makes me feel proud of something and mm-hmm. I feel like a sense of accomplishment and I'm much happier. I, mm-hmm. it, it is a literal thing. As soon yeah. as I leave the gym, I am so much happier. So yeah. uh, I'm a big proponent for that. But at the same time, this sounds like a manipulative yeah. discussion. And I also think like the manipulation of this has prevented you from I don't know if you're going to be able to in this relationship work out and get those feelings from it because it is being pushed by him for a looks reason. Like it's not about yeah. you wanting to go because you're interested in it. Your interest is tied to the fact that he's interested in it for you. So at that point, exactly like you're saying, like your worth and how you feel about yourself is tied to what somebody else is telling you what they think of you and I don't know if you would even even if you started like going to the gym I don't know if like you would feel that like sense of like self-accomplishment because you're doing it for him and I think like the way you brought it up it didn't necessarily say that like he was going to divorce you if you didn't start working out it sounded like you were going to be kind of done and I think if that's where your mind is at and you're already being like there's a history of all this other stuff like if this is making you think about your marriage ending. I think you need to be really serious about how you feel because I think like if that's not a conversation that he has said, like being like, first of all, if he said like, if you don't get your shit, if you don't start going exercising, like I want to divorce you, like you should divorce him. Like that's a (laughs) fucked up thing to say. Yeah. And I think like, but if you're, if you, even if he hasn't brought it up and your mind is going there, I think you need to stick with your gut because I think you're realizing the fact that like, he doesn't make you feel great about yourself. And like, what the fuck is, why would you want to be with some, like relationships aren't perfect at all, but the person you are with, like there might be times where like they say or do something that makes you feel shitty it's maybe sometimes it's intentional most of the time it's probably not intentional but if you're with someone who has a habit of making you feel not enough and it's not something that's like getting better and not something that they're like working on in therapy or figuring out what like the root cause of that is that's I don't I don't think we should be with anyone that we want to change at all Mm. and I think that's settling for him when there's going to be like plenty of other people that aren't going to love you like under the condition that like you start going to the gym and he also doesn't even want to work like this mm-hmm. makes no sense because like he doesn't want to work out with you but he wants you to go to the gym like well i, I, I was <laughs> gonna because... say there's a weird thing with that too where I, I don't want to work out with my girlfriend but i want her to work out yeah she but does work but, out but, but, but like, i don't i don't want to do i don't want to work out with anyone yeah i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to talk to anyone i don't yeah. want i don't want to have anyone i know working out with me mm-hmm. i want everyone to fuck off and i want to do i want to <laughs> yeah. do my workout right it's my time yeah. it's me time but at the same time 
so I, I had this conversation with Maddie the other day. She wanted to start working out. She's like, can you show me? I was like, absolutely. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a weird thing. You're not going to like, you're going to argue with me. And then it's yeah, like, it, it's, don't, don't, I said, do whatever, like whatever you feel yeah. like you should do or want to do, do it. Yeah. She found this app and she hikes. She goes on a hike every day with the dog and mm-hmm. she does this, this workout app and she does it every day and yeah. she's done great at it. And I was like, this is, this is fantastic. And you like it because she likes pressure. it. And I like it because we all know how good we feel after. And you get that, that yeah. even when you have nothing, you and have you nothing in the day. you can see that in your partner. You can totally. see that in her that you're like, oh, wow, totally. you're in such a good mood. My yeah. other thing about this is number one, what it sounds like is very manipulative what he's doing, yeah. first of all. He's and I don't doctor. like that. I don't like that. But number two, mm-hmm. wor- encouraging someone to working, in, encouraging someone to work out is much better than a lot of the other issues I've heard of like encouraging them to do drugs with you or encourage it. Like it, yeah, it, of all the issues or of all the things to have an argument about, mm-hmm. if it were coming from, I want you to be healthy, that's great. It doesn't sound like that is No, though. and I think also yeah. like the idea is like, there is no like rule book of what like healthy is. Like there are people who are like, if you like go by like, standard stereotypical overweight who are significantly healthier, have like fine cardiovascular health than people who exercise every day. Like there is not, there is no like, w- nece- like you can't look at somebody and how they look in their weight and know if they're healthy or unhealthy. Like it completely depends person to person. And I think if the argument and like I've had this conversation with, Mo- with Moss before in the sense that I'm like, I think you would really enjoy working out. And I was like, and it's not about like how you look at all, but like the endorphins for me as because he's got anxiety. And I was like, as somebody who has anxiety, I was like, I can't even tell you how fucking great it is. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour of Xanax. And then for the rest of the day, I'm like mm-hmm. coasting on a high. Mm-hmm. And so like that aspect of it, I think is great. But I'm also just not here for anyone wanting you to do something that you don't like doing. And if you don't want to do something and it doesn't like make you happy or do anything like that, like you can't, like I've had friends try to get me into working out and until I wanted to do it, I didn't do it. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get into mm-hmm. it because I didn't feel like I was like, ple- I wasn't somebody else's intention. It was like doing it for me. But anyone who's like wanting you to do something that you don't want to do and it can like you can be happy forcing someone to do something that they don't want to do and you know that they're not enjoying it and you're like no I am happy that you are doing this even though you are unhappy mm-hmm. that's such a selfish manipulative thing because you're getting pleasure out of something that you're watching your loved one not enjoy and I think like if it was about the sense of like if you if it was a coming from the aspect of like I think it would really like endorphins like help and all of that stuff but if you had that conversation once it's not his job to like pressure you to do anything like that and also it's even if he's not I think he's coming at it from the place of because you keep saying he's coming at it from the place of weight but like even if he wasn't like they're like media has taught women to be like so self-conscious of their bodies that like Mm. read the fucking room dude (laughs) like even if you have good intentions like read the room hi Megan um I'm 24 years old I'm a recent college graduate um had to move back home to save money and look for work um I'm actually in a two-year relationship, and this is where I need your advice at. Um, Like I said, we've been together for two years, my boyfriend and I, and we live apart. We're two states away, and um, he actually lived with me and my parents for probably three months this past summer. Um, So it's definitely been hard. Um, So the pressure is kind of on me to make a decision. You know, do I want to move to where he's at and if I can stay with my parents for as long as I can to save money, um, I'm looking for a job. He's in Chicago. Um, and then I'm in Detroit. So it's definitely not a commute. We like doing a lot. So I'm, it's around like six, six and a half hours for both of us to drive there and back. Um, so it's definitely taken a toll on our relationship the last seven months. 
And now all the pressure's on me on my side because he just got a full-time job in um, Chicago area. So I need your help because ring, everyone right? I ask, they're like, Schultz oh, do ring. it. You're young and, I don't know. you know, she whatever. I you Like, we trust him. We trust you and you're, you're very, you know, I'd like to say I make good decisions in my life. But this is one where I'm really struggling with. Because if I move there, I pick up my whole life and I, you know, I live with his parents for a little bit. We get a house and I don't know if I'm 100% ready to make this commitment without a ring on my Told finger. You. We were friends for a year and a half before we even started dating. So we were kind of like in the same friend group and we start off as friends and I think, you know, yes, we could make it, but I don't want to go there. Something happened and then I have to pick up my life and move back to Detroit. Um, I think that's one of my biggest fears and like no one understands my fears whatsoever. Even my best friends are like, just do it. Like, you know, you'll be fine. But in the back of my mind, I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. So if you can help me, that would be amazing. Um, some advice would be perfect. And I love listening to your podcast, listening to them every single week. So what, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, it needs to percolate a second. Okay. That's how I work. That just, it's, it, I'm going to percolate. Okay. You, you I'll start. take it away while you percolate. That's a good word. I should start using that more. Mm. Um, here's what I will say. I am in the same camp as I like see your point of view. And I also see your friend's point of view as somebody like we've said this before, like regionally people don't get married young, um, in LA and also where I grew up in general, like none of my friends who are in their twenties are married. None of that. Um, so th- there's that like more, non-traditional I guess part of me that is like move 100% go like do that you don't need a ring anything like that but I understand like your fear but I think like (laughs) a ring a marriage an engagement or anything like that that doesn't that's really shouldn't change your relationship so much that you're afraid like Uh security wise like Uh you should be secure in your relationship a piece of metal and a fucking gemstone and a contract. Like if someone's going to fuck someone else over, it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And I think like, even if it's like that peace of mind here. Okay. Let me just say this sounds like a really fucked up worst case scenario thing. But let's say like you wait till you get a ring, you move, you're there for a year. He cheats on you and you're like, Oh my fucking God. But if you go and you don't have this like built in, you have obviously you have like a bit like him, you get a house together, you live together, like it's your boyfriend, like you have that built in, but you're not moving for your husband. So you, you even if it's in the back of your mind, and even though I don't think you should be insecure about your relationship at all, I think there'll be a part of you that it's like, I really need to make roots here that are my own too. I need to have my friend group. I need to have like a job, like all of the other things where you make a life for yourself there as well. And it's not just, I'm moving to be a wife. I think like it's a great opportunity. I think I know people who have moved to new cities for relationships and have broken up and like they've stayed in that city and they mm-hmm. have made it work and they have really enjoyed it. I just think like there is, you can never be sure and hundred percent secure in anything no, at all. At life exactly. at all. You never mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. But, I, and I think waiting for like a moment. That's yeah. You know, I think my, my, my point on this is the, everything about this feels right that you're pondering this move and all these, but what feels wrong to me is the idea that 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 commitment Mm -hmm. would make it better for you to move. That's just not how I think. I totally agree Mm -hmm. with you in that sense where the relationship is the relationship. That's just the cherry on top. We need to have the foundation aside from, you know, that ring or that commitment. Like we should have a commitment. I mean, to me, yeah, boyfriend and girlfriend, it, it shouldn't be that big of a difference. Yeah between husband and wife, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know every relationship's different, but that's the way I treat it. Right. Yeah. 
Um, on the other hand, aside from that, there's a lot more opportunities in general in in Chicago yeah. than a big in, in, than a place like Detroit. So another thing is for you going to school, having graduated, is there more of an opportunity for you to get work or mm-hmm. push yourself instead of thinking purely the future of the relationship? Let's think about you too, and mm-hmm. what what where is your career going to be best suited? Where are you going to feel like you're going to have the best? Um, course of action career-wise and also you're moving away from your family and it sounds yeah. like that would be yeah. the first thing so that's something else to factor in i mean how old are your folks it's, yeah these are all it's, it's it's a huge decision and i am a little bit old-fashioned in the way that i i would struggle to move far away from my parents because yeah. i'm really close with my folks and uh as great as a lot of places are yeah. i mean southern california is great i have nothing yeah. to complain about but but i, no, I don't want to be far I would, from my yeah, parents i would i don't want to move far away from your it. parents either yeah. Yeah, I love exactly. their parents. They're amazing. They are. Yeah, they're great. So, yeah, no, and I, I think it makes sense. I think you need to, like, figure out, just like you're saying, I think you need to figure out, is the only thing in Chicago him? Right. Or are mm-hmm. there other things that you want? Like, is or would you be leaving everything? Like, did you picture your life? Do you want to be in Detroit? Is that where you want to spend the rest? Is that where you want to raise kids? Is that where, like, you're, like, is that where you want to put roots? And is that where you're at in your life, that you're ready to pick yeah. a place to build roots? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I, I, I don't think, like, moving... I moving to a place for a relationship, like yes, long distance relationships are like incredibly hard, but you have to figure out what you want for your own life. And a relationship isn't your entire life. And like Mats and I have said that before, if it's like, if I get a job somewhere that's like far away that like, if I'm shooting nine months out of the year in Canada or something like that, or he gets a job somewhere else, like we've had that conversation of being like, okay, we would take it like a year at a time but nobody's job takes priority over the other person's Mm. job in in that aspect of being like no one's we're not gonna like get up and leave and one person's gonna have like nothing to do because the other one's doing this like both of your career even in even if you don't want necessarily to be working if you want to be a mom which is also like a fucking full-time job yeah or even if you don't want to be a mom and you want to be your decision is the thing exactly and it needs to be what you want to do and it's, it can't just be fully reliant on him, regardless if there's a ring or not. Yeah. Because even if there's a ring and you're moving to a city that you don't want to live in, that you don't have, like, that you don't want to be in, mm. it doesn't, that ring's not going to make you happy. Yeah. It's like right now, her life is in a lot of transition. Yeah. She just finished college. She's looking for a job. It's like, figure out those other things. If you yeah. might not, if you find a job in another state, yeah. not even um, Illinois mm-hmm. or in um, Detroit where you are, um, are you, would you expect him to move for you? It's yeah. just like, figure out your own things first. I was actually pretty much in uh, this situation with oh, Maddie. Yeah. Um, I was out here and my girlfriend is from England and she was out there. We matched on a dating app. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I had no intention of really anything serious with anyone on the app. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started talking. We talked for like three months. You were there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Remember? That's all the mischief. Leg- yeah, legitimately. We talked yeah. for three months and it got to the point where I was like, well, there's no... Uh, total- I'm not comparing this in the same sense to your um situation mm-hmm. moving and all that but in the same sense there was no future in it and you know she came out and visited i went out and visited out there she had an opportunity to come work out here so i was very lucky and she we were both very lucky that our relationship just seemed to work in the fact that she was able to get work out here mm-hmm. so it all made sense mm-hmm. it would not have happened if she was not able to get work out here mm-hmm. and so i think that's really important because one if she moved out here for just me, it would have failed yeah. already for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that she moved out here to push her life in a direction that was definitely better mm-hmm. for her 
it just worked. Yeah. So that's a big thing. If you're going to go out to Chicago and there's no opportunity, Chicago, if you're going to go out to Chicago, eat some deep dish pizza, <laughs> uh, and you don't really have a, a, a promising sort of set of goals that are, are going to be achievable in Chicago, it's just going to put so much more pressure on your relationship as exactly. well. Exactly. So uh, weigh in all those things. Mm-hmm. And if you do go to Chicago, get Giordano's pizza. <laughs> But also, maybe you guys have lived together for three months with your parents. You also don't guys don't yeah, what it's like that? to Just, live sorry. together. What's, what's, what's no, that's going the on thing there? people do. Is it? Yeah. It is. My parents would not. Calls, like, uh, yeah. They would. Uh, they would. They either. would beat the piss out of me <laughs> if I even asked my fucking father if I could move some girl into his. Oh my god! I would. I would enjoy watching that conversation. Yeah. Not. Not. Not throwing judgment. I'm just saying my no, dad yeah. would not have. Yeah. It. And and my dad would make some point. Oh, you. $4,500 rent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay <laughs> you clean my shoes, boy. All right. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, no, and I think, uh, yeah, you, you just, living together with like your parents and like for a small period of time, it's also not the same as living together. Like I think relationships, long distance relationships, I've never done, I, and I say this from place, like I've never really done a long distance relationship, but like. It sucks. Yeah, but I think also there's I've a part of two. it. Oh, you have Maddie, done too. And my yeah, very yeah, first yeah. girlfriend lived in Florida. Florida. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I like to just, just live dangerously. Just <laughs> no, but it, it does make sense for your personality though. I don't know. It does. I, you know, you, you get know bored easily so that when you have to talk to a girl for a couple months, then you realize you have feelings. I've That's never quite me. figured I've it out. i had a couple long yeah. distance relationships yeah. You know what? My too. mom actually said it right. And she goes, when you don't cloud your brain with all the physical, all yes, the sexual tension. That's exactly tension, what I'm saying. Just in a more PG to, way. No, yeah. You're totally right. You're yes, able to actually build a relationship. If you can't sleep with them immediately, then you're going to like them more. Totally. That's me too. And it, it, it's something that if I were Actually, ever single again in the future, it would be something that 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 would it it's totally changed the way I looked at things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad or not, but mm-hmm. but do you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just think you you also you want to spend time together. Like I know a lot of a lot of my friends who did long distance relationships when they finally like both were in the same city. If it was like after college or something like that, it was kind of like oh, oh our relationship isn't like what they thought it was. Like some people just work better long distance. So I don't think you should make any commitments to like, I mean, we're even saying that we don't think marriage, like marriage in that sense is going to be like something that's like very comforting, like in like, it's not going to mean that much something that's like so different, but I don't want you to like make any decisions like that until, I don't know, like until you guys have like actually lived together and done all of that. Cause like maybe you hate living with him. Yeah. Maybe he's the worst person ever to live with. And then like what you guys you grow up and get mature. Too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's also fun to enjoy new aspects of it, but I Hope think you'll be helps. fine. Hopefully. Maybe. A little bit. I always wonder if they listen and they're like, what the fuck are these people saying? <laughs> what, is she, what are they she doing? Does, she's not even addressing what I just yeah. told her. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we focus on like stuff that's not as, and then people like, like yeah, sometimes person. you're halfway through and you're like, oh, we haven't talked about yeah. this at all. Yeah. Uh, let me give advice now. Should we go on to the next? Mm-hmm. Hi, Megan, I'm Melissa and guest. So I have kind of an issue with the ex-girlfriend of my boyfriend. So it's been an issue for a couple of months now. She's been low-key stalking us. So she started messaging him and he blocked her on many different social media. We even got in an argument when he lied to me about talking to her because he knew it really bothered me that she was constantly messaging him. And it wasn't normal conversation. It was about how uh, she missed him and her boyfriend right now wasn't making her as happy as my boyfriend used to. So it's kind of a tricky situation and I don't really know what to do. But so she 
Um, so she keeps contacting him after he blocks her number. She got a private number. I don't know how she did that, actually. But she got a private number, and I don't know how it is in the U.S., but here in the Netherlands, you cannot block a private number. So she keeps calling him constantly and telling him, that she misses him and that her boyfriend isn't treating her as well as my boyfriend used to. And I don't know, a lot of things that a girlfriend doesn't want to hear about the ex-relationship of her boyfriend. So it made me really uncomfortable. And my boyfriend was trying to console me and telling uh, his ex-girlfriend that, that he didn't want to speak to her and that he was happy with me, but his girlfriend... I mean, ex-girlfriend, okay, shit, didn't, uh, doesn't want to give up. So she started calling him and he got a new number. Um, so she wouldn't know his number anymore. But now he, I mean, she is calling his home number. So his mom and dad's uh, home number. And that is, I mean, that's really weird. At least I find it really weird. I would never call my ex-boyfriend's dad, mom and dad to speak to him. So I don't know what to do exactly because I know like the police cannot do anything about it because we cannot press charges because it's not actually stalking because she's not physically here. But she keeps like bothering us and it's really making me upset because my boyfriend doesn't really react the way I want him to react. And I don't know if that's just me, but sometimes when I tell him, like, give me the phone, I will talk to her and just tell her, like, basically, like, fuck off. But he's like, no, don't do that. Like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. And I mean, he's a good guy, but for me, it's just like, okay, it's now you should just say, like, get a fuck of my life out of my life and leave me alone and that's a clear message because the times he has said it is like oh i'm sorry i don't want to speak to you again please leave me alone but i don't know if he's being too nice and she doesn't really get the hint so please help me i don't really know what to do <laughs> thanks i love your podcast by the way sorry for my accent i'm dutch i don't know if i mentioned that okay bye wow i want to applaud your strength because would I have curb stomped this bitch months ago? <laughs> oh, fuck yes. I would have showed up at her door. I would have lost my goddamn mind. Yeah. feel I feel as if that's appropriate as well. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> totally. You would have. You would my, have thing, yeah. my, my thing about this is um, it to me sounds like you have a, a boyfriend that's too nice. Mm-hmm. Um. It sounds like he's trying to make everybody happy, which in a situation like this, somebody is going to walk away upset. And, yeah. say, and I'm going to repeat exactly what I said, yeah. which is you sometimes you got to hike your nuts up and spit in somebody's face. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what sounds like needs to happen. I mean, um, you can't be nice it, to certain people just need to understand that there are boundaries and you can't cross them. And there are consequences if you don't if you cross them, like slashing tires and, mm-hmm. you know bitch slapping mm-hmm. as soon as they open the door Curb i'm not stomping. saying do that but but i've i'm saying that i have yeah, seen that done on happened. people mm-hmm. you has. know molotov cocktails yeah. oh and my uh, middle school a yeah. kid almost blew up our school it's one of those um wow. here's what I, and you said so you said something when the call was happening was that he's definitely not shutting it, her down totally yeah and, uh, and, and from what she's saying he he'll shut her down but then he'll be nice to her because yeah. he, he I don't know. I don't. It doesn't sound like there's malicious intent for him. It doesn't sound yeah. like he's he's interested in her again. To me, it doesn't sound like that. It just sounds like he's a nice guy and he's trying to be nice. Which I 
I have suffered from. And I, I have very, over the last couple of years, realized that it is uh-huh. fantastically okay to have someone not like you. Yep. And I've actually come to enjoy it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it feels validated. Sometimes it feels, and also, yeah. in the sense that, like, these two, you as the girlfriend, I'm going to speak as, I'm spe- as if I'm speaking to him. These two women in your life served not the exact same purpose, but they are the same relationship. So you cannot have both being happy because you can only have one girlfriend unless you're trying to do polygamy, which it doesn't sound like you're trying to do. So the idea that you would have an ex-girlfriend who clearly wants to get back with you happy with you the only way to make her happy is to get back together with her Mm. but you already have a girlfriend that you're happy with like there is a line that like drawing of like being nice to exes and friendly and all of that that it is just it's a not fair for your new partner to be put in the girl you calling like you're it's clearly not fair and his idea it is this nice guy syndrome where it's like, I can't have someone not be happy with me. And I've said this before. It's like, I'm like, okay, well, if you want to be like the nice guy, just know, like in my friends who also do this, like friends, female friends, I'm like, know that like, I will be mad. Like someone's, you're like, I want everyone to like, I want I don't want to piss off mm-hmm. anybody. I'm like, if you don't figure this out, I will be the one who's pissed off. So like the person, that, the person that you should try and prevent hurting is the person you're in a relationship with. You have broken up with this girl. You guys are not together anymore. Like, that's what he should be doing. But I think on your end, you need to have a conversation with your boyfriend because I think that's what he's suffering from is like he needs everybody to like him. When in reality, if you break up with somebody, they're not going to like you. Or if you're someone is not happy in their relationship, like the only way that he is going to achieve her being happy is at the expense of you. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to get what he wants, which is to piss nobody off. Like he's going to piss off somebody. So does he want that to be you or her? <laughs> like. Yeah. I um I I I said before I, I had to learn this. Mm-hmm. And it it was misconstrued with girls that I've been with in the past that I was trying to keep my options open no, you're by just, being yeah, nice to people. Just, you don't but like I really when people did not, mad at you. Exactly. I didn't want people to have a sour taste in their mouth about something that happened. Mm-hmm. Or just I didn't want people to not like me. Yeah. And I had to get okay with people not liking me. And mm-hmm. it was it was a big step for me. It's mm-hmm. happened in the last couple of years, and it was it, it was a really nice moment where it was it was literally a switch, mm-hmm. and I went, "Wow, it's okay if someone doesn't like you. And it's totally fine. It's, nothing's going to change." And also, when you realize no. that certain aspects, like there are only certain things that people they conditionally want something from you. And if you're like, I can't give that to you. It's like, well, then I don't like you. Then it's like, well, I can't, I don't I like can't, you. Yeah. Either. Then it's like, well, yeah. you know what? Then you don't actually really, you're caring so much more about other people and their feelings and they're caring about you mm-hmm. because it's like, unless you can do this, then I'm pissed. Mm. But it's like, that's not what anyone else is asking from the situation. I think what you should do, I think you should have a conversation, sit down, have a conversation with you, your boyfriend and his parents. Yes. yes. And I think you need to have this as, because I think like, in, wait, wait. You, your boyfriend, and his parents. His parents. Because so she's parents. calling the, the oh, house phone. Oh, oh, got and it. And I think yes, you need to all get on the same page because I think like there is whether your boyfriend is downplaying it to his parents and it's like, oh, or they're not thinking it's weird or maybe they're thinking it's incredibly weird, but he's downplaying it. So then they're not wanting to pressure and be like, oh, we really should change our number. When they see that you are also incredibly upset about this, as you should be, you guys need to have a plan of action 
and being like, okay, so we're going to change the home phone number. Yes, this sucks. All of blah, 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 all of these different things do that. And then you need to, he needs to not engage and respond at all, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the issue is. It's like even any kind of response, and even, e- even even aggressively rude responses, or being like, "I'm not going to answer this." Right. Why don't you just fucking answer? So people like that, they're not. Or and even I've, like a, like even being rude attention. to the person, it doesn't matter. They it's get blinders engaging. on, and they just see I got the notification. They responded. They care, and it's mm-hmm. complete blinders that mm-hmm. they don't. Does not matter what the fuck you say nope. to people like that. Engaging. It that's all. It all means the same thing. It yes. could be like, "I love you." It's the exact same thing as stop. Talking I hate to you. Me. Yeah. Don't talk to me anymore. Exactly. Is engaging it means it's, you care enough to write back. Yeah. And that's like a sh- like a sliver of hope that she's holding on. She to. can't do it forever. There's she she's not she that crazy. She sounds mentally unstable. She does. She, she does. does. She and doesn't. maybe he knows that, and he's trying not be nice, to. not put yeah. Her yeah, over but the edge. that's just enabling her. Yeah, I was gonna say you, not you can't be an enabler. Yeah. You gotta let people no. get rocked. And I think you guys need to all be on the same page because it also helps. You guys will all hold each other accountable for it, and then you also sit down and talk about what the next plan of action is if she keeps calling again fucking call go to your local police precinct and be like we can't get a restraining order because she's not technically stalking us but let us know what we legally our legal rights are and what we should or even what we should do in this situation like next how, time she shows up at the door you take your clogs off your feet <laughs> and you smack her right hey don't speak about my people like that <laughs> my i also have clogs and they're very large are they comfortable no, no the ones i have are wooden be. they're just they wood they're wood i mean the people oh, are but you haven't gotten them. the dr shoals insoles dr. for clogs Scholes those are clogs. the shit it's essentially just crocs like that's what they <laughs> end up being i think we uh, appropriately answered that one and think we all agreed on exactly yeah. what the course of action mm-hmm. should be yeah and i'm not saying yeah. threaten her and like no, show no. up at her house at all I but no i don't curb stomp her no no, no. Curb stomp i'm no her. by no by no means yeah. encouraging violence at all because number one that would not also solve the situation no, no. She would, that would actually worse. make it worse it and it would addressing. come back on you totally. instead of her you gotta shut it down yeah, yeah. gotta shut it down and also your boyfriend needs to learn this lesson and i think like if he's got his parents there who are like you know adults also being like this is not normal this is not okay he needs to figure that shit out because it's also um yeah it's not fair to you in a relationship plot twist they like her and they yeah. want him back don't with fucking her. say I that so. was my other thought yeah. is they There's actually no like her better than they like yeah. no. the current girlfriend honey jamie just called it's great you should talk to my her god <laughs> also hey worst worst case scenario send all this shit to her boyfriend nah they're dutch if if, if, if you had a jewish mother i'd be like yeah you got to watch out for that she's not jewish so you're fine no but i'm saying send i'm it saying to that boyfriend. because i have a jewish you know mother I mean? that's mm-hmm. why i can say that what but like she's a boyfriend the girl who his ex-girlfriend yeah yeah no yeah i got you it's it's all so she says oh Ooh, the plot oh yeah she might not even exist it's mm-hmm. like fight club <laughs> it's just him sending messages to himself he's, he's just like feeling really he just wants his girlfriend to get jealous and he's like it's yeah. gone way too far and he's like shit i don't know how to take this back Dude, babe, i just saw her outside i, yeah. I told her to fuck like, off i'm in over my head <laughs> can you imagine having to like, oh freak it? like i did this i'm sorry i just thought it was gonna be funny that's, I would be so mad when you, when you keep the bit going on for too long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to a quick break and we will be back. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my 
beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you 
and listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, guys, we're back from our break, and we're going to go into the rest of the couch. That was how Mott's breathes. That yeah, little, like, that's what I was going to say. That's exactly how Mott's breathes. Was it The Simpsons? <laughs> I don't know. Grandpa. Hey, Megan and the Don't Blame Me podcast. I am 24 years old. I'm calling about a predicament with my father. Um, long story semi-short. My dad met this lady online from Canada. Super quick. Married her super duper quick, like never knew he was dating her. Then all of a sudden she was, he was married and, uh, yeah, they live in Kansas. And so this lady started ruining my dad's life. Uh, she stole his identity. She did drugs. She cheated on him. She was overall a terrible person. Um, I ended up not talking to my dad for about two years because of it. Uh, she died a couple of years back, a year and a half ago. And I ended up talking to my dad again, and we're on good terms now, and I don't, for Christmas, I bought him a voucher to come and visit me in California, and he hasn't uh, picked a day or a time, because I don't know, and I'm very nervous about seeing my father again. Uh, Do you guys have any tips on how to deal with that? Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to do because my stepmom was a mega bitch. Um, anyone that steals their spouse's identity is obviously trash. Any advice? Anything? Help. Thanks. Bye. Wow. First I... of all, not everyone who steals people's <laughs> identity is trash. Yeah, Thank you very fine. much. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I also want to know your sign really bad because, like, I just lo- that, I felt fire. Yeah, I felt um, some fire. I like some people I have like her a lot. messaged and told us what their signs were. Oh, we, I need to. I need, need to, go to go back, back through it. I like her a lot. I like her too. I like. I like her. Um, her casual, sarcastic sense yeah. of humor regarding a very tragic situation. <laughs> yeah, like, because I can relate. I love it. It's I, probably I one of the fantastic. quickest calls we've had with yeah. the most information yeah. and like, yeah. the most dramatic. Take note, guys. Yeah, yeah. this is how you do a call. And she dies. And, <laughs> and she has a sense of humor. I yeah. mean, she's like, well, this happened, yeah. and then he ran off with this That's person. It's me and my and therapy session. The... I'm like, well, then this happened. She and died. Wow. Okay. Well, props to you. Sounds like you've been through a hell of a lot. Um, and uh, that's that's not an easy situation. My God. Uh, yeah. I mean, how can you possibly comment on something that's so obscure and, and difficult to deal with? Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, of course you're nervous to see your father. I, mm-hmm. I would be too. I would, I would be feeling all of those feelings. I would feel excited and I'd feel scared and I'd feel probably a little bit angry. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's some resentment there still for the decision that he's, that he's made. Um, but my advice with parents is, 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 is it echoes my own experience because I, I care very deeply about my parents and I've been very lucky with my parents. And I, I also understand that other people have not sometimes, mm-hmm. but, uh, you do only have one set of parents. And so my goal with that is to always encourage people to, Hey, do your best to, uh, make it as good as you can make it mm-hmm. as good as they will allow you to, and try not to hold anything past that because, there, there probably will be a day where you go, you know what? I wish I would have said that. 
instead of saying, hey, you know what? Now that they're gone, I wish I would have said that. How about you say, yep, I said it and it didn't work out. I would rather that be the outcome of, yeah. hey, I said what I wanted to say. They didn't echo those feelings back. It is what it is. And I guarantee you'll feel a lot better uh, with that situation rather mm-hmm. than I should have said that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very much in agreement with that. I think like there are, I mean, we, we've talked about this and it's like just very t- typical of the idea of like when you get older and you realize that your parents are human and like they make mistakes and they do stupid shit. Um, and as you become an adult and you really like you foster your life and you have you not necessarily you get to like your pick of jobs, but like you have a career path that you've chosen. Like you have friends that you've chosen. Like you have all of these things that you've elected to have in your life that you've sought out that like you have basically handpicked and your parents are the only thing that you haven't handpicked. And so as you get older, there might be like, it's the same kind of reason when you have like childhood friends and then you get older and you're like, we don't have that much in common. Like, I don't know about you, but I handpicked my little penis. So there are certain things with your parents that like, there are things that like you might not align beliefs on stop laughing let me speak but do you know what I mean I just like, love that I got Melissa laughing yeah, she lost it but like you can't pick everything and so there are sometimes it's like the same thing with like your parents don't have the same belief system as you I don't think that it's your responsibility and your job to cater to everybody else's comfort level when it comes totally. to just life I mean in like let's like not sexually assault people like let's like talk about that comfort but I just mean like in everybody else I don't think you should need to like dull down your personality or your beliefs or anything else to appease people who aren't doing the same for you and that being said I think yes you're going to be incredibly nervous to see him um I think you need this sounds fucked up I think you just keep your expectations low. That's mm-hmm. been the greatest thing that I've done in manage like your adult life. And everything. You have to manage your manage expectations. Manage expectations and kind of fluff your encounters with him with things that are going to make you feel better and safe and secure. If you have, uh, if you're in a relationship or you have like a friend that you're like, hey, let's all, like maybe it takes the pressure off of you and being like, hey, like let's all go to lunch. Let's do this aspect of it. I think having him come into town to like see you, it does put a lot of like, pressure on that and he might also be feeling that pressure um but i think like you're more than welcome to and you have my permission to lay into him for what he like i guarantee he doesn't feel good about his situation either. yeah but like i think but i think hopefully he understands the gravity of what what, what's happened and where he but you have to be a little bit of a fucking idiot to get in that like to get based on her personality i feel like she has told him yeah (laughs) i feel like that's been a conversation but yeah also uh she said she was in california if you need some company whenever you guys are grabbing dinner you just want some people to no, just sit and listen because I'd be at love the table to interview next the guy. To, we'll just be at the right. Oh, I would love yeah. to just t- love you should have him happens. on. No, don't blame me. Even have him give people <laughs> no. advice. Can you imagine? God. No, so how to not get your do. identity stolen? Yeah. No, but I mean, I think like you just. Uh, it sucks to say like you need to manage expectations because I think um, you want people to like live up to, especially like as a kid. Like if he was a really great dad when you were a kid, you want him to live up to that. And when they make mistakes. I don't I think you need to remember those mistakes and those things and be like this could happen again and I think for me um when it comes to family and everything like that for me personally uh not to get too deep into it because you can read in my book but the things that were the hardest for me were things when I I didn't listen to my ex like I I didn't manage my expectations and I had what I wanted to be true versus what was actually happening and what really was true and it took like my friends it took uh my relationship of people being like 
let's like look at like the series of your life and look at these habits and things like that. Like this idea of what you really want that hasn't happened. And I don't think that one day it's going to wake up and happen. And if that's what you, if you can't deal with that and that's the only thing that you want, then like walk away from the situation. But at a certain point, like manage your expectations and see this is the, like, this is the history. It's probably going to happen. This is probably what the relationship's going to be. And then just know that that's what's going to be into it because you're not going to be disappointed by that. That's yeah. going to be what you expect out of it. Yeah. I think he just he's just feeling nervous because he knows he got duped. Yeah. And he knows that. And like you said, her personality was that she probably told him that he was being mm-hmm. an idiot. Yeah. And so he kind of feels stupid and he's just trying to figure sure. out how to go yeah. to the next step but yeah no I, and also maybe maybe if you really i keep like picking all these different stances of you have what you have with him like I don't, where your relationship stands in that but like maybe if you're annoyed that he hasn't uh made the effort to like actually plan the trip just tell him be like hey you know i think it was really fucking dumb and you're an idiot but you're still my dad mm-hmm. and like I'm not going to re- go into you too hard for this. So like, let's just fucking come visit. Yeah. Like that. Or I can come to you if yeah. you don't want to, if you can't come here, I yeah. can come to you. Yeah. yeah. Tell him to get off the or dating just, sites. Yeah. Stay off Craigslist. Or just show Stay off up back at his page. door. Mm-hmm. Hi, I just want to start off that I am 26 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for five years. We're going on six this year. Hopefully if all things end well. Um, I am calling because I have a question about threesomes. Uh, me and my boyfriend, we talked about it. We kind of want to spice up our sex lives together. And, you know, we both were kind of curious about threesomes. He's never had one. I've never had one. Like, even when I watch porn, I like watching threesomes. Like, I just don't know. I just have this, like, interest in it. But I'm just not 100% committed to it only because, I am scared that's going to change our relationship and I don't, I'm scared that it's going to make it weird and I, I like, what if I don't like it and I, I'm a jealous person so I just think I, I wouldn't even, I think I would be really jealous but then at the same time I want to try it so I just wouldn't know, you know, how to go about it and, you know, we would joke around like, oh yeah, like we'll have one next year, da, 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 like for New Year's Eve goals. But we just never go through with it because I just, I'm not 100% serious. And one thing that I could add is my boyfriend doesn't know is I've, I've slept with a girl before and I've never told him that. And I, I'm not, I, I find girls attractive, but I'm not like, I don't know. I don't consider myself gay or bi because I would never date a girl. I was hooked up with one and that's probably it, but I've only hooked up with one girl. So I just don't know how I feel about doing it with my boyfriend and just some random girl. Um, let me know what you guys think. Thank you. Bye. She should have a conversation with the girl that called a couple weeks ago. True. Who sent me, who sent me a DM and she would, didn't have a private profile and I just got to stalk her and figure out who she had a threesome with. Uh. <laughs> I love it when you guys send me really explicit DMs and you're like, this was me. This is the story. And then you don't have private profiles and then I get to stalk uh. everyone. No, I'm not. I'm not even being facetious. Like I really like I'm, I'm here for that kind of pride. I would, being too. Like, I would enjoy that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, wow. I think there's a lot of layers to this. Um, you're a really jealous person. I'm going to address the first layer. Okay, go ahead. 
why do you feel the need to spice it up? Like you're saying, uh, I want to take it sort of to the next level, but then at the same time, you're like, I'm jealous. I don't want it to change things. So what, what, what what's lacking? Is it, you know, like I would figure out what's lacking. What's, mm-hmm. where, where is this desire coming from? Because I think, she just I think is, there's a good way to make that. I, I think that yeah. threesomes can be healthy if both people are secure enough, yeah. but it doesn't actually sound like that to me. I think she's curious because she watches threesome porn and she's into that and yeah, she slept and with a girl and she could be into that sexually. I and think he it's, ain't gonna say no. And I think it's <laughs> curiosity and I think that, I think it turns yeah. you on and it's curiosity. Okay. And I think like, and I think the issue with that there is that makes total sense why you're like, but what if when it happens, I'm not into it. I, that makes complete it sense. It probably would happen, most likely. I think like, Unless it's the right person. That's the other thing is like, yeah. Yeah. there's this weird thing. I can't speak from experience because I've never been in this specific situation <laughs> uh-huh. of like, hey, I want to spice relationship. Yeah. How do we bring someone else into this? But from what I hear, and I know a lot of people that have, it is there is something to the right person. Like, it's not just going to be some random yeah. person. Like, you have to find the person that you are not threatened by, you're both attracted to. And so uh, I've, I've talked to a, a lot of my friends who have been in this specific mm-hmm. situation and there were moments where they're like, ah, this is the moment or yeah. this is the person or this is like, it wasn't too difficult to mm-hmm. make happen. Yeah. Sometimes maybe you haven't met the girl the right that you want to bring into a relationship for that. But I think what you need to do is I think you need to like take no offense to your boyfriend take his desires and him wanting to do this out of the picture and weigh side by side your sexual attraction and like how much of a turn on this is for you and how sexually satisfying this could be for you and how much your jealousy is because if your jealousy outweighs that if you think about the it's not like, gonna work. then then yeah and that's yeah, what i think yeah. it is i think you have to like manage manage expectations because like in theory it the, maybe maybe when you think about it in theory like i think it's really hot like watching uh, a guy go down on a when you're watching porn like watching a guy go down on a girl watching like there be two girls go down on each other all of that but like if you picture that is your boyfriend and that is you and another girl are you into that are you into the idea of your boyfriend be are you okay with your boyfriend being with this girl as you're there or is it the idea of oh, I would be down to be with a girl and be with my boyfriend, but not them be with each other. Because like, you can't really, <laughs> then you're in a situation where everybody's naked and like, then you're like, everyone's Let me pleasuring you. And yeah, no, and which no my Leo ass is like, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I would never have a threesome for the, like the reason that the, the other girl would not survive. Like she would, I would kill her, you know? And so I think you need to weigh that. Like, is your jealousy, are you, are you really jealous in um, like, is your jealousy in your relationship or that you, you refer to yourself as a jealous person? Is that when you feel like, ro- like threatened by someone, like you're going to be replaced? Is it a romantic nope. thing? Is it like, is it, or is it the idea that you think that you should be jealous in this situation? You might not be like, are you jealous when you don't have control, but this you'd have control. Nope. So I think you need to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Are oh, you, you trying to? Me. No, I'm not asking you. <laughs> yeah. Leo's being like, nope. we write this she's down, like, Maddie. Like, jealousy. Maddie, she's I have like, an idea. Is anybody jealous? Nope. Super jealous. Nope. Think about what you do. Yep. Good. Yep. I yeah. Check. Pass. <laughs> I would. Pass. Oh my god. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do it. But um, I think. Yeah. I think. I do. I've never had a threesome. Um. I. I would assume it might change your relationship. Um, from people I know who have had threesomes, it I don't know anyone who had a good threesome once and then never had another one. Like if it was a weird, no one ended up enjoying it. They only did it once. But if it was an enjoyable thing, it was something that happened more regularly. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that makes you jealous, like the idea that it wouldn't just be like a one time thing. Um, but I think you need to like, 
I mean, I'm all for like pleasuring your partner, but I think like in this instance, like you need to take him out of the picture and figure out what you really want without like yeah. his opinions weighing on it. Maybe spice it up by bringing another guy in. That was honestly what I was like. <laughs> yeah. That was immediately, I was like, yeah. just, have, just have two dudes. Yeah. He might not like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would do that. I would do, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't I do. I would. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I feel like that'd be fun. Me too. I also love tension. <laughs> you know, I don't, I've never pictured <laughs> that kind of, I've yeah. never pictured that kind of tension. That that would be weird for me. Being being in a room like threesome, me and another guy and a yeah. girl. There would be like this this macho energy See, like who's gonna be like this what, yeah, that is what is what hot is, is yeah. guys yeah. fighting over you yeah. and I'm just laying I'm there fighting being like, fucking swinging dicks fighting, fighting <laughs> yeah. each other just yeah. clear, you and a dick uh, dicks hit each yeah. other that's hot <laughs> yeah I'm wearing so a I'm crown in my, thir- in my <laughs> yeah. threesome idea. I'm, I'm wearing like I have a throne and a crown and a cape and no clothing have you ever seen an Indian like a Hindu wedding or is it an Indian wedding where they come in on the jewel that's what I want gold with the piercings yeah. uh-huh. I'm gonna go back home and be like hey babe I have an idea and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I think you gotta I think you gotta ma- figure out what you really want in the situation also I will say too um, you can be uh, into something porn wise and be mm-hmm. really attracted to it and not necessarily be attracted to it as it's ha- like real life exactly because yeah. you're also the angles you're watching stuff happen and you're seeing everything you're not when you're doing it yourself you're not really seeing everything mm-hmm. the big picture so i would think about it in that sense too yeah. um and i would also say though if you're worried about like the you you mentioned that you've been with a girl before first of all you don't have to define your sexuality at any yeah. point i don't like at it's all a spectrum yeah you might be into sex but not really yeah and i don't think there's anything wrong like yeah. nothing wrong with any of it you don't have to define or anything like that don't feel like you need to but i would also say you also, I don't think that that um, is an important detail that he needs to know. And he's also like, if you're thinking like, oh my God, well, what if he like watches you with a girl and he's going to like, she's done this before. He would be on just cloud nine. He's mm-hmm. not even thinking about like, wow, yeah, she seems good so. at this. I feel yeah. like she's done this before. How dare you have done this before? <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. what you're doing. Also, if I to told Mots that I had slept with a girl, he'd be like, what? Like in like the happiest, most excited way in the entire oh, yeah. world. Like, like, will you t- like he makes a cup of tea. Will you tell me the story? <laughs> will you tell me so every night? The bedtime story. Like, Mots, open your eyes. Closing my eyes. Yeah. Eyes, yeah. yeah, it would literally be. Do it, it again. Do yeah. it again. Yeah, hundred percent. Slower this time. So I wouldn't. I don't. Wouldn't be worried about it on your end. No, oh my I God. wouldn't either. I mean, I don't want to sum your boyfriend up into a category, but I think I think he'd be okay. Yeah, with totally all, okay with it. All pictures That's literally about ninety nine percent of Mots's like would you rather's. It would mm. be like ends up with me being with a girl. I'm like, babe, no. Yeah, and I'm no. like, do you want me to break up with you and that? be with a girl and? I try to think about that often. Like, why is it so attractive as like for me, a hetero guy to watch two girls girls, go at it? Why? Because I mean, if you break it down to, I mean, it it doesn't seem like it would be something that is that attractive. More girls are more girls. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, is, it, is it is it the primal thing of like more women, more power? I think is so. It like and also, like, kind of- do you want to watch if you're if you're de- defining yourself as like an incredibly heterosexual man? Like the guy in the picture, like you're if you're watching porn, you're not like wow that guy. Like look at those biceps. Like those are great. Like you're paying attention to the girl. You don't know me. No, but I'm saying I'm yeah, saying if, if the argument is yeah. as like a heterosexual like yeah. man who's not attracted to men. Uh, or is not aroused by men in general. Like in porn, you're then paying attention to the women. So then yeah. more women is more women. 
you know? I mean, more whip is always exactly. better. Exactly, there you yeah. go. But also, like, girls yeah. can get off, girls who de- define themselves as being heterosexual can also get off on girls because you're watching girls get off, which is a hot thing because you are also a girl. I think that's typically... sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, that doesn't... I mean, for me, the other way around doesn't translate. Like watching two guys, guys going get, at no, it? Watching guys get off does not be like, yeah, because yeah, I could be that guy. That's not... It's yeah. not it doesn't... Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're yeah. thinking about, like, the girl. Yeah. yeah. According to this article from The Atlantic, yeah. um, men or straight men are into lesbian porn because um, they're aroused by visual cues that emphasize youth and downplay drama and emotional complexity. <laughs> lesbian <laughs> porn therefore works for straight men by doubling up those visual stimuli. I'm sorry, one more time gonna, in the class. No, no, no. I need that <laughs> one more time. Okay, again. Mm. All right. <clears throat> But to the extent that lesbian erotica is popular, it can be explained by the fact that men are more are most aroused by visual cues that emphasize youth and downplay drama and emotional complexity. Lesbian porn, therefore, works for straight men by doubling up those visual I stimuli. I get it. It's like, oh ooh, scary yeah. like relationship. Speaking. Yeah. No. <laughs> Too much. I can't. My brain. Just show me more boobs. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, less, she likes me. She wants a relationship. How do I tell her that I want to still back off? Less like, words, more boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so not, no, not, funny. No. That's, that's not no. <sighs> that's so funny. That's wild. That is. That was a great. I'm really glad you brought up that article. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Good deal. (laughs) Wow, men Uh, are simple creatures. (laughs) Oh, we. It it blows me away every day. I just walk down the street. I go. I am so simple. I mean, it's so. I, I feel like you said that in the last podcast. It's, but I mean, it's, I'm so I, that easy. bliss is amazing. You give me any fucking attention. I go, oh, yeah, jump attention. Great. Men are golden you retrievers. Like me, yeah. You're a golden retriever. I'm a, I'm a, I am yeah. absolutely a Labrador, a golden mm. retriever. Like Mr. Peanut looks Butter. Unattractive. Like, looks at me as I walk by. Fuck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I feel good. Wow. I'm happy now. This is great. <laughs> it's easy. I want to do so that. I'm so uncomplex. It's so funny. Oh, I love it. And women are like, ugh, don't look at me. Literally. No, but so I would funny. be the same way. I So I went to uh, <laughs> I went to a gay bar for the first time in my, uh, my life love. a couple weeks ago. It was called Flaming Saddles mm, in West yeah. Hollywood. I feel like and you'd be I a understood, hot piece of meat in there. I understood yeah. exactly. I understood. You're gonna jump on me for saying that, but well, I. Well, no, you I, just caught yourself. Well, but but I I totally empathized of. with the idea of a woman walking into a bar with a bunch of guys and everyone goes mm-hmm. and looks at her, and I was like, "This is fucking uncomfortable. I don't yeah. like this at all." <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I not, think it's a great. It's not good. <laughs> but that you can recognize that because there are so many like straight dudes who they're like, "Well, don't no, I don't want you guys looking at me." But then in return, don't think that that's anything like women. Yeah. Because it's like, "But no, but women are into my dick." But yeah. like they're into me. Yeah. But like no, you're in- Yeah, my mom, yeah. I was talking about this with my mom a while back. She's like, "Do you understand what it's like to when you smile at someone, guys take that as like you want to fuck me?" Yep. It's like I took She's my like, pants so, down cuz I was trying like, to ask her. Me? Yeah, cuz I was trying to ask her why why she was standoffish to a lot of mm-hmm. people. My mom was just a really standoffish person. A very strong woman like yeah. Awesome. I love her. But she's just got a wall up, right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out why. And she's like, you don't understand. You don't understand, dude. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I, that makes sense. I mean, I get it. She's like, anytime. I even make eye contact mm-hmm. with a guy. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, hey, how yeah. you doing? I'm, it's an invitation. I'm, it's an IOU. It's like, oh, I've looked at you. So I try to do the opposite thing. Like, if... It, I, I try to not look at girls. Yeah, good. If I was flirting, like I would not look at you. Yeah. And then like maybe I'd say one thing and, and you know and what then I mean? just like leave. totally the opposite and just leave. Yeah. 
It's like, it's, also, it's also an experiment. I try to do that sometimes. So I'm like, if I just walk away right now, mid conversation, what is that going to do to you? And I just walk away. Uh, and so later on in the night, your they come bombs. Yeah. <laughs> he later, knows. Later he knows come, how it works. How's it going? Yeah. Go, oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, we met. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay, guys, um, now it's time for Don't Blame Them. And this is where people, listeners call in and give their own advice and experience um, with calls that we've had. So if someone called and was like, hey, I had a threesome, this is blah, blah, blah. So people are giving their own advice. All right. So this is from episode 315. It was an episode. (laughs) Fuck off, dude. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. It was an episode with me and Megan. So um, this guy, he was, he's separated from his husband and he started dating someone else. And um, the other guy was standoffish. Um, not really wanting to commit. The guy guy that that he's dating dating, um, wasn't ready to commit. And so this is someone Mm -hmm. calling in with similar experience. Okay. Hi, I am 23 years old. I am calling in response to the latest episode with Melissa about the guy who is separated and he's seeing somebody else and the guy, that other guy is telling him that he's not ready for anything serious. Okay. So I was kind of in the same situation, except I was not the caller. I was the guy he was talking about. And I started seeing my current boyfriend. And, and I kept telling him, like, I'm not ready for anything serious. I'm not ready for anything serious. But, like, I just got so wrapped up in my emotions and, like, my feelings about him that I kind of was just like, oh, well, like, it can't be that bad, you know? And, like, I hate to say that I'm regretting it, but, like, I am in the process of, like, trying to break up with him because, like, I wasn't ready for something serious and I really shouldn't have agreed to something and I should have just stuck to my guns and so like I, it really sucks knowing that like I'm gonna hurt him and like there's really no other reason I'm breaking up with him other than just like I I just don't want to be in a relationship um and so like I think maybe I would say just like save yourself from the heartbreak because like if he says that he's not ready like he's not ready and like I think that should just be respected and like as much as it sucks for you like there are so many people out there to be with and like there's so many other options and like you are getting separated like maybe it's just time to take some time for yourself so that's all I have to say about that I'm so sorry I probably sound like a total asshole but like you know I've I've heard somebody say this before like if somebody shows you who they really are like just trust them and like I should have trusted myself and like I should have just respected my own boundaries but and so I think that maybe you should show him the same respect and if he's not ready he's not ready and I think it's maybe just time to move on so that's all on that have a great day love you guys goodbye I really fucking hope your boyfriend does not listen to this podcast (laughs) not that he would but like damn girl Maybe not that I'm judging you, but maybe maybe you should have called after you broke up. Wow, that just gave me like anxiety though. Nah, whatever. We all do stupid stuff. Hundred yeah. you know. percent. She called. She called a month ago. So. so did you guys break up? They're probably done. No, maybe but I think not. I think I think it's a valid. Um, I think it totally. Yeah, it's you a completely can't trust valid point. that saying. I'm not ready for a relationship. You can't trust it because do I don't I, I don't buy that. I'm not ready for a relationship because that's not a legitimate reason. Get, get, like I. I figure out exactly what you are feeling because I feel as if that is a blanket statement that takes care of a lot of things and people just use that as a, as a statement. Well, oh, well, yeah. Just as, as a statement. precursor. Or people just don't want to figure out what they're feeling. So they say, I'm not ready for a relationship. Or you know, they well, know no. and they're just not cluing the other person in. Or how about this? Hey, 
I don't want a relationship because I like having sex with other people. Yeah, or I like 100%. dating right now. Or I'm focusing or I don't on my like career you right now. To yeah. want to be with you. But I don't I, I also think that like if you don't want a relationship, it doesn't matter how great like the person is because you don't want a relationship for exactly yeah. what you're saying. There's a reason. Like it's you you enjoy but sleeping people around. Say that, but then that's but then it, you know, they get to another person and it's it, it's totally changed. So I I, I think that <sighs> I I mean my my, my parents <laughs> my mom said I do not want to date you. I'm not attracted to you. And my dad but kept that's different. Being, being attracted and, like, and like persistence and all that. Yeah, like when Moss and I that's first started too. dating, I really wasn't sure if I was into him, but he was so persistent that yeah. like over the course of yeah. him being persistent, I was like, no, yeah, I think I really am into yeah. you. But I think when it comes to, like, you're right in the sense that like the idea, like I'm not ready for a relationship. I don't think it's a fair statement to make because it does encompass a bunch of things. And also if you say that to somebody immediately, what like, a lot of people reactions are is like, I can show you differently. But if what you're saying is I'm not ready for a relationship right now, I'm really focusing on my work and I'm going to be working really late. And I also don't have an, a, a desire yeah. to have a relationship have right a now. I desire to pursue it and make the time for yeah. it. Then it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Then there's nothing I can do to change that. Or being like, I like to sleep with multiple people or like any, any, anything about that. Like, I, yeah, I think you're right in the sense people need to be more specific what that is because we think that we can change that. We're in such a non-committal area. I, LA blows me away with dating where that becomes a norm of saying I'm not ready for a relationship. You say it purely to let the other person know that you're not that into them. You're into mm -hmm. them enough to want to have sex with them and sleep with them, but then you don't want to pursue it any farther. Yeah. So you say that and then you keep dating until you find someone that it changes. Like, it, but LA is a specifically weird place well, for that. Well, this person, I, I can won't never say specifically where they are based on their area code, but they're in the South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah well, I'm I just saying that that's common and, out here. I'm not saying yeah. she is, but. Yeah. I think it's also like, I, I've said before, like, no, I'm not, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. And I said that when people would ask yeah. me out, not on a date. Like I yeah. wouldn't say that on a date yeah. because I'm like, no, no, I'm actively not dating because yeah. I'm not ready for that. But then I think there's also, I think a lot of people have a really hard time with the judgment of being like, I'm just looking for something casual, yeah. which is like, I'm just looking to have sex. And I think like that should be an okay statement to make because theme of the episode, managing expectations. Like that's the whole thing. It's you don't want to, you don't want to say that to therefore like have someone like not be into you, but I'm like, but you're going to do that anyway. And they're, if they're, if there's a risk and they're not going to be into it, like just not telling them doesn't mean that yeah. that's not gonna, yeah. you're just not letting them know what they're in for. I understand that we weren't supposed to give advice on that, but I'm, oh, I'm we, gonna we, get we one. Still we okay, always do. Uh, I realize also that my opinion of that is based on myself, which is even though when I was single, when I would casually date and be, you know, mm -hmm. hooking up with people, I would not do it with multiple people multiple people at once. That's not really how my mm -hmm. brain works. Like I was very systematic. Like I would not be able to go two yeah. or three girls at, at one time. Like I would have to go, yeah. okay, this is not going to go any farther. I would have to move on. That's mm -hmm. just how my and brain then works. They, and you'd have to end it with them in a very nice yeah. way. And then they yeah. wouldn't hate you. Yeah. It yeah. was time. Oh, it was you remember a, that. Oh, so, I remember. Yeah. I remember Megan, the time. Look, how do I do this? Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, Leo, thanks for being on. I appreciate you guys having me on. I really, really enjoy doing this oh, podcast. We love having you on. Yeah. Thank we do you. love. Thank Come you. on. All the time. Whenever you want. I do want to do this again. Yay. I want to be your, I want to get a plaque. That you want a plaque? That don't blame okay. me most most what if it's a sash like a podcast oh, yeah. sash. D. and then you have would to I wear it every time a podcasty would you be a podcasty i mean podcaster yeah. oh yeah podcaster podcasty sure or i'm the podcaster too but i yeah. think the podcasty would be the one that's listening, listening. yeah uh, like um mm, I that see. makes sense write in and tell us yeah. <laughs> um so where can people follow you who is leo i've canceled am... all of my social medias i don't didn't. believe it 
Yeah, I don't believe it. It's all a facade. It's the government. Okay, uh-huh. It's the Illuminati sure. coming down. Okay, so Leo's not going to plug his stuff. Uh, I. Uh, have an Instagram. I never remember which one's which. Yeah, it's not that interesting. No, but I post which one stuff is it? I like. Uh, who is Leo is my Instagram. And then uh, I am. Yeah, but I don't. I don't use Twitter. You don't tweet anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't did like Twitter. that ironic thing, but you didn't do it on purpose. I don't want in ten years to go down the road. Someone's like, you said some fucked up shit. Yeah, like, yeah of course I did because I'm done. I bet that's why I do say it. I yeah. say it all the time, which yeah. is why I wanted to do a podcast myself, but uh-huh. I said no way yeah. because if I do a podcast, especially mm-hmm. if. It's me just mm-hmm. rambling, and I'm in control Ooh. of rambling. Yeah. Horrible things. No, yeah. Straight white guys Horrible. shouldn't have microphones um, without anybody else, like, Editing watching them. Yeah. yeah. I you disagree know? with you. Mm, mm. <laughs> no, everybody needs, like, that female friend to be like, whoo. I feel yeah. like no. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. I think you have a great podcast, Agreed. though. Uh, you and Melvin can start one. Oh, no. That, would be, that <laughs> wow. would be bad. Can you imagine? That would be the most interesting podcast. I know. Though. I, feel I, know like, so many, I feel like you guys would be number one. Well, I think you would. Yeah. I, I know Paul's. so many people that are so interesting. I was like, I'm, I want to do it. Yeah. But then part of me is just like, why? Yeah. I just come in. That's and true. Talk yeah. Just be. Yeah. Just a be a regular fixture on ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else you want people to plug? Do you know Freakish is now no, on I iTunes? Mean, I did know that actually. <laughs> so you have good to pay it. for it, yeah, instead of just watching it. On no, guys, True. I'm not gonna plug my own stuff. I just want everyone to be encouraged to live a good <sighs> life. Shut the fuck up. Oh, Feel good about you. And uh, I get everyone rolling their eyes. I don't know why. It's a good message. Everyone in this whole room is rolling their eyes like they don't eyes. fucking I like happiness. Said, oh God. <laughs> There's going to be one be girl miserable. who's watching Hate who's really yourself. earnest and doesn't know that like we're friends. And they're like, they're yeah. so mean they're so to mean that to boy. Like, yeah, He's Leo's so kind sweet. Of an idiot. And they're so mean to him. No. He just wants us to live a happy life. I do. I do want everyone to live you a do. happy life. I do you want do. people to be happy. Um, if you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on the podcast app. And if you are watching it, Go listen to it. And if you are listening to it, go watch it. It's on YouTube too. And if you guys want to be a part of an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And if you're an international listener, you can leave us an audio message. Email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Our socials will be listed down below too. Mm -hmm. And um, if you guys aren't uh, subscribed to us on Stitcher yet, guys, we do bonus apps and they're a good time. They're so good. We just debunked a bunch of myths about penises or maybe that's, we recorded it. So who knows when that will be up. It'll be up after this one. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear some penis myths, one of them involves breaking dicks. That's all I'm going to say. Which we've talked about. We've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. We figured out what positions break dicks most often. Oof. Yep. I don't know if I want to be a part of that conversation. Woof. Right. Woof. Woof. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.